My pointer fingers, they're both like, you cannot tell on video, but like, they're both like slightly twisted. Like, they're not straight. <laughs> At least something about you is. I literally was about to make. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the least straight thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> We needed some relief from it at some point. I know. We finally did it. <laughs> like, the one time we took, um, like, am I gay quiz. <laughs> quizzes. And then the one said was like, well, if you're looking this up, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> but both of them ended in the in the bi territory, and I was like 97%. I was like... <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. I don't... And it's angry. Like, it angers me. Because I don't want to be. I don't want to live like this. I was going to say, sometimes your your straightness just really harshes the vibe. I know. And I I feel responsible. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like it for myself. And I feel bad that I have to impose it on others. <laughs> I was I was texting Kelly and she was talking about how she likes Benedict Cumberbatch and I said the same thing to her. <laughs> Sometimes your straightness just really breaks me down. <laughs> and because the whole time I was like, "Fuck!" Like I don't want this result. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved for it to be like surprise, and I was like, "Oh, awesome!" Because you know the computer test knows better than you. I know. I was hoping for like maybe it would unlock something <laughs> inside me. It's only fitting that we started this discussion on sexuality. Yeah, because we need to get the gayness in now. Yeah. Because the rest of this is going to be painfully heterosexual. <laughs> Just like the most straight. Even like... <laughs> this is going to sound bad. Even like the one gay character is like still <laughs> still seems straight. I don't remember a gay character. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Okay. It's the roommate. <laughs> yeah, never mind. But see, that's um, part of the issue. Yeah. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on One Star. Hello and welcome to One Star, a bad movie podcast where we talk about uh, bad movies with one celebrity in them. <laughs> I don't even think we have one celebrity in this. <laughs> I'm Lauren. And I'm a bad little bruv, aren't I? <laughs> Can you talk like that for the rest of the episode? I mean, that's how this man talks. I, let me tell you. Okay, for we're doing after. We're, we gotta, okay, we're, yeah, we're talking about the, the movie after. Not a Netflix movie, though, right? Just has that vibe. I know, I think it was made for Netflix. I thought it came out in theaters. It did come out in theaters. Wait, you're right. So, just a Netflix movie vibe. Um, but yeah, what were you As in, say? based off Wattpad fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there, there are two huge twists in this movie. Okay. First one being um, that this character is, in fact, another character's boyfriend and not her brother. <laughs> which right. is acknowledged in text, which I appreciate. Yeah. Because someone else, one of the characters also assumed that was her brother, because I was shook when they guessed. It really disturbed <laughs> me. And two, that the actor playing the lead is in fact actually British, and not just doing an accent. 
Well, I was going to I was going to say out of the two main characters, who do you think is doing a fake accent? Because it is the girl. <laughs> Wait, she's British too. She, no, she's Australian. <gasps> wow, so, uh, you know what? More props to her. I know. Like out of the two main ones, like if you had to guess, hey, who's doing a fake accent? <laughs> 100% you would guess him. And he's related. I he's like the son or the nephew of um Someone famous. Let me. Nope. Just kidding. He just has the same. Le- no. Yeah. His uncles are Ra- Ralph and Joseph Fiennes, who are both very famous actors. One of them played Voldemort, which. Oh. Fun fact. This guy played young Voldemort in the Harry Potter Cute. movies. <laughs> and I guess like his acting height was at the same time. Because <laughs> he's not good. <clears throat> no. Um. One year is a full name. Sorry, it's hilarious. It's Hero Beauregard Faulkner Fiennes Tiffin. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know which part of that was more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be Beauregard. Beauregard. Um, so, if you don't know, After is a movie based off of a Wattpad fan fiction about One Direction. Here's um, here's the thing. I was lied to several times because I was told that this was a Wattpad Harry Styles slash Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction. I was led to I believe that. I that might be my fault because I always called it like Fifty Shades of Grey for teens. <laughs> Okay, that, uh, that, that might, might be have been fault. where I was misled, because I was like, when the fuck are the whips coming out? <laughs> the whole movie, that's all I could think. No, just because <clears throat> I, re- I equate it to Fifty Shades because it's a very sexual movie based off of a fan fiction of another thing, although Fifty Shades is a fan fiction about another fictional universe, and this is just about real people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I remember my good intro that I was gonna do. What? Okay, it was gonna be, and I'm Wattpad Studios Quinn Wright. <laughs> God, can there be? I mean, no. Obviously, this is made by Wattpad Studios. Success. <laughs> like that? Did you not see that title card that says Wattpad Studios on it? No. No, it's like real. Yeah, it's a thing. Are they hiring? <laughs> I mean, I mean this as the highest compliment. You were bored to work there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are successful. Yeah, kissing the, booth. Kissing booth. This. So Fifty is the shades. kissing booth? It's just. It's not fan fiction. That right? No, it's it just like an original on story. A yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because she was fifteen. <laughs> Honestly, um, even though they suck, very <laughs> iconic of her. Honestly. I mean, can you imagine being that successful at, like, 20? I, I've decided, I've I've been thinking about it, and I think, like, fan fiction is the world's purest rejection of capitalism there is. And I appreciate for that. It is art without capitalism even influencing at all, until they get made into movies like this, of course. Yeah, because they're like, fuck you, we'll do it ourselves. These people will write, like, 3,000-page novels for free. And to just yeah. do it because they love it. And I I think I love that about it. Even though just I've never read fun. a lick of fan fiction in my life. I fully support it. I have read 
One. Honestly, shocked only one. <laughs> <laughs> Deeply, earthquakingly shocked that you have not, like, been in the depths of AO3. No, and I never been on Wattpad. I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a blog that someone wrote. And I don't think I... Because this was, like, middle school. This was, like, before I really realized what fan fiction was. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was one of these, like, it was based off Nick Jonas. <laughs> of course. You didn't have to say it. We knew. <laughs> yeah, you guys knew. And then, it, like, the more it went on, I was like, I don't enjoy reading this. I don't know why I'm reading it. And then I stopped. That's um, fair. That's very fair of you. Yeah. But I was watching a video before we started recording of Liam Payne from One Direction he like went on Instagram live and was talking about it because he his girlfriend or wife or fucking whatever I have no idea went um made him take her to after we collided (laughs) the sequel and so he sat through this whole ass movie and like he was talking about it he was like and he's like it wasn't my type of movie it was a a lot raunchier than I was really expecting (laughs) and it wasn't until after he watched through that whole damn movie when he learned that it was about his friend it was about and he has a his um he is or the character that's based off him is the friend that's his half brother (gasps) seriously that's Liam Yeah. yeah so he was like he was like, I'm glad that I was, like, the nice friend who just cared about everybody. I was going to say, I was going to bring it up later. I'm a thousand percent Team Landon. I wish they would have gotten together. Yeah, that was Liam. Wow. So he was like, then I found out that, here, he's like, here I am watching Hero this whole movie, not realizing that he's supposed to be Harry. That's so funny. <laughs> We watched this whole damn movie, and then he was like, so obviously, we went and watched the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he was, like, very, like, he thought it was hilarious. Like, he was a, not like it would be, like, I was gonna say he was, like, a good sport about it, but, like, I don't know why he would be, like, that angry, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just like, yeah, it was very, he thought it was hilarious. He goes, I will be watching the third one. <laughs> Like, the whole time he was just, like, laughing so hard because of, like, how ridiculous it is and how he did not know anything about this going in. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just found out the one, one of the winners of the Glee Project is in this. Who? Sam, Samuel Larson. (laughs) He was the one with dreads on Glee. I didn't recognize him because he doesn't have dreads anymore. Um, He's the one that played Zed. Okay, Zed is Zane. That makes sense. I can see that. Zed is supposed to be Zane, and the Niall and Louie characters were cut out. (laughs) (laughs) That's even funnier! Because of course Louie was cut out. Uh, Yeah, you can't have a movie with Louie and Harry in it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... The names, I like how all the names of the characters are supposed to be, like, are the same letters still. Like, Harry Styles is, what is it, Hanson? Harden Scott. Harden Scott. And Zayn Malik is Zed Milk. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think Landon's last name got changed, though. Yeah, it's 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 it doesn't start with a P. Yeah. But that's okay. We forgive them. But Zed Milk. Wait, okay, on one page of the Wikipedia, it says Zed Milk, Zed Evans. But when I go to the actor's page, it says he played Zed Milk. So which is it? I bet in the fanfic, it's Zed Milk, and then, the, like, the people making this are like, we can't let it have it be Zed Milk. I was really glad, though, that the townie was not one of them. <laughs> There's a townie in it? There is a townie. He's, like, the one who, like, gives the tattoo or, like, whatever. Oh, okay, I, I understand what you mean. I thought there was, like, I thought you were implying that, like, you read this fanfiction. And they're like, I'm glad no. they cut the townie character. <laughs> No, they did not cut the Tony character. <laughs> so I was shocked when the credits rolled to find out that Selma Blair is in this. Because Ooh. she does not look like Selma Blair at all in this movie. Even though obviously it's just her, so. Oh, is that? Her mom. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I did not recognize her at all. No, I didn't. It was one of those where, like, she looked familiar, but... And the, um, the stepmom, she was famous in the 80s. She played, she was in Flashdance. Like the, what a feeling! Yeah. And his dad is in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. (laughs) Among a lot of other things. Oh, I know him from, um, a whole bunch of stuff. He's the guy with the eyebrows. Yeah, he's eyebrow guy. You know him. You know, you know him. him. You love him. It's the eyebrow guy. <laughs> what is his name? Paul Peter Gallagher. Yes. Wow, that uh, all this all these facts are blowing my mind about this movie. What is a chancellor? <laughs> Let me read you my note. Um, where'd it go? I don't know what a chancellor is, and I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> Because they kept being like, it's the Chancellor. And I'm like, what? Is that like the Dean? Okay, it says a senior state or legal official. And then it says the head of government in some European countries. But why was he in America? That doesn't make any sense. I'm so confused. And why did they add that? I don't know. I feel like... In our fan fiction world, she just, like, picked a fun word. She was like, ooh, Chancellor. It needs to be, like, important. Yeah, exactly. Very that. Um, and, like, that... It's weird that this is based off of a fan fiction of Harry Styles because... This man does not act like Harry Styles in any way, shape, or form. It's definitely... Who... 15 year old ugh, 15 year old girls wanted Harry Styles to be cause it's like ooh he has tattoos yeah it's it's a fictionalized version of him and it's definitely not 2020 Harry Styles no 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 I, I don't think the uh, 15 year old girls and a lot of people definitely did not see this Harry Styles coming no this is a new one <laughs> I think this is specifically and if you know, you know. This is specifically inspired by long hair, One Direction Harry Styles. <laughs> I think this I is... Because I feel like this that is... is 
the closest version of him in real life that would like is the closest to this character this is like right after he got the butterfly tattoo harry styles yeah where he was like a little brooding yeah <laughs> like i f- the long hair like really did something to his personality that i can't describe <laughs> i know a lot of people liked it but i think it just it did bad things for him <laughs> he became someone else <laughs> And then as soon as he cut it, it was like, oh, there's our boy. There's <laughs> He's a, there's, back. Oh, my God. And then 2020 happened, and he was like, I'm an entirely different person I, I like current Harry Styles. I love current Harry Styles. My favorite version so far. I think I've said it before, but, like, I was an anti-directioner at the time, but I think that was just more me being a teenage boy than anything. So I, I will happily admit I was wrong about them. I was never once wrong about Justin Bieber, though. That was more than just teenage voidness. Never liked him. You're 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 unique. Oh, are you? I did you? Were you a, a believer at any point? I thought you said. I said you never liked him. Like I was asking. Oh yeah, I I thought you just said never liked him. Like you were agreeing that you never did too, and I was like. That was bold of you. I <laughs> I liked his when he first started like one time. <laughs> <laughs> and was it Baby? Was that the first one? Baby was the first one that like blew up up. Baby and one time I liked, and then after that I was like, oh no, <laughs> and I backed off real quick. That's um, fair. Current Justin Bieber though, I don't I I don't I don't mind him. I don't actively hate him. I've I've despised him since day one, and I feel like I've been correct the whole time. There is... I feel like he was definitely... Like, up until now, I think he was not t- very tolerable. Now I just feel like he, it's fine. I don't care. I will never back down from an opinion like that. I'm not a coward. That's fair. <laughs> I, just, I feel like... I mean, maybe this is just based solely off his last SNL performance, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You're weighing way too much into that. Um, <clears throat> so are we actually going to talk about this? <laughs> we can, yeah. I'm, th- I'm, I've been looking at pictures of Harry Styles for a while now because I wanted to like look what, what he looked like with long hair, and I've come to the conclusion is if I pass him on the street, I don't think I'd be like, oh hey, that's Harry Styles. With the long hair? No, just like even now. I don't think I'd recognize him. I don't know. He just has, like, a very plain face. And I feel like he just looks... Sorry, I shouldn't be talking while I was moving that chair. I feel like he looks different all the time. Yeah, that might be it. Like, I li- I'm not saying he's not attractive. He's he's a very handsome man. But I don't know. There's just something about him. Like, I, if I just, like, saw him out of context, there'd no be, there's no chance I'd just be like, yeah, that's Harry Styles. Yeah, if he was just, like, running in the hills of Italy and you walked by. Why Why is that your go-to? Because, I, I don't... He was doing that a lot in Quar. <laughs> <laughs> um, now he's home-wrecking. Yeah. Don't love that. Like, I, I, I started saying this before, but then we decided to start the show. But I have seen this movie three times. Yes. Uh, yeah, what's your history? 
the first time was just one of those days where I'm like, just want to watch a bad movie on Netflix. And I, like, forgot that this was that movie. And so I just put it on and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is bad. And then (laughs) um, my friends wanted to watch it. um, So we did. And then I had to watch it a third time for this because it had been too long since I watched that one. And we also watched the second one together. Um, Not the same time, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was, like, surprised, honestly, watching this uh, the first one again after the second one because they actually did set up a lot of things that happened in the second one in this movie that I had forgotten about. And so I was like, wow. I think that's a good point for this movie is it's not really a movie in the sense that it really is like an opening chapter more than anything yeah because it is a trilogy oh boy yay um they are making a third one and although from what i looked at it looked like there was five books jeez but they're making three movies but the interesting part is that the sequel and the third one more directly followed the fan fiction so that's good interesting um but yeah there's like a lot of stuff that was in the we had questions about in the second one that actually were set up in the first that we just had forgotten about so i was like oh wow good on them yeah it just it feels like it's very like nothing happens in this movie pretty much Mm-hmm. but also it doesn't feel like it sets itself up for, like, any sort of sequeling either. <laughs> no. And you watch this and you're perfectly fine with that being it. Yeah. I'm not aching for more. No. Actually, no, no like, I was no. aching for more because I was expecting Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so I was waiting the whole time. They never get that far but there is a lot more sex in the sequel (laughs) okay good honestly it needs that not to spoil anything but there is it was horrifying to watch but there is a scene where they're working out and then they go oh i thought you meant just the whole movie (laughs) no (laughs) it was though (laughs) but like there's a scene in the second one where they're like working out or whatever and then they start doing it in the shower whatever but she still has her workout leggings on in the shower water is running there was no time (laughs) but so she's wearing workout leggings and then is standing in the water trying to get them off and soaking wet workout leggings and that is horrifying is that a hard task (laughs) To, to get them off, yes. Because they just, like, suck onto your legs. Yeah. And so, like... And they struggle in the movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like they pretended like that would be fine. But the whole time, all three of us were like, Oh, no, girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you should know better than this. <laughs> Why didn't you take those off before? What Actually, are you doing? 
at least according by her fashion choices in this movie, that might have been the first time she ever wore leggings in the second movie. I think, yeah. Because girl dresses insane. She, uh, like, why does she both own, like, a sexy red dress, but then other than that, like, full-on Mormon denim <laughs> floor-length skirts? Well, I think that red one was supposed to be still like that. I don't think they were supposed to read it as sexy like them. Oh, I've, I thought it was a it was a fine dress. I don't know. But like, or they thought it was too nice or something? Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like too form-fitting. I don't know. But the point is um, she's wearing, like, Mormon skirts and gowns. Oh, yeah. And there's this one scene where she's, like, in this wall dr- white dress. And I'm like, did you just, like, leave a cult? <laughs> I don't <laughs> want it, lo- it looks like you just left a cult. I, I have owned one white dress, and that was because I had to wear it to high school commencement. <laughs> That's fair. In my whole life, I've, I've ha- had one. And that was the only time I wore it. <laughs> So this movie, it starts off with a voiceover because of course it does. And she says, my life before him was so simple and decided. And now after, it's just after. (laughs) So we explain the title immediately, although it does not. It doesn't make that much sense. No, and it's like, I feel like. That you could say that about any person in your life, though. Yeah, very much that. And like that's why I don't want to. I don't want like I'm assuming like Anna Todd, who is the woman that wrote it, was like 14 or something when she did write this. Yeah, which makes sense. So I don't want to like roast it too bad, but it's like you did hire a screenwriter, correct? Yeah, like they could have changed certain things, and they. I mean, they changed some things, apparently. Oh, wait. She was the screenwriter. Oh, okay. That... She's like, well, I can't get rid of that line. Oh, no. No, she wasn't. Other people did. Why did this other article just lie to me? I'm trying to find out how old she was when it came out. Ew, she was like 24. Uh, Never mind. That's fucking weird. That's on her. That's on you. You're 24 (laughs) years old? And you're writing, like, ooh, high school fan fiction. Because I was... One of my comments was, this is clearly written by a high schooler because this person has never been to college, and you can tell. Well, she could be 24 and still have not gone I, to college. I guess, yeah, that's mean of me. Oh, yeah, she was living on an army base with her husband because she got married at 18. Ooh. Yeah, so she never went to college, which is fine. But... It, it it's just like I wish there were more college like media I feel like it's weirdly untapped you know I mean there are a lot but also compared Fine, go- to like high school good college media how about that <laughs> yeah that, that would be the criteria there well neighbors <laughs> I was gonna say other than 22 Jump Street like there's nothing yeah. also hold on we're pausing because your first college movie choice was Neighbors not your favorite movie what's going on what's happening here I don't even like 
I do the reason why, and I gotta be honest, was because neighbor was was playing on the TV like yesterday. <laughs> I'm still so it's disappointed. Fresh in the mind. I am still disappointed in you, and I, I want you to know that. Thank you. I need to be put in my place sometimes. But um, it's like because it's like you would never be paired to room with a random. Like, not yeah, freshman a, when you're a freshman. As a freshman, you would not be paired with a sophomore at random. Yeah. Now, my freshman year, I did live with a sophomore in the dorm. However, I knew her from high school, and she had put my name down. Yeah. As someone to room with, and that's why I got paired with her. It was not random. Mm-hmm. You would never have this nice of a dorm. What? You would never have this nice of a dorm. You would never go to lecture, and not only does the professor immediately know your name. <laughs> just and also they say that Econ 101 will be the most important class that you take. I'm sorry, what? That was my next point. It was like, <laughs> that professor would know for sure his class is not important if he's teaching freshman Econ. Yeah. No class you take your first semester of college is the most important class that you'll take. I... I feel like I am the exception to that, because that is when I took my um, History of Vampires class, and um, I feel like it was pretty important to me. That, that is the most important. Yeah. I can only think of, like, two classes that I took <laughs> my first semester. I, yeah, I, I only got that, and then I only got um, Calculus, which I did have to withdraw from, otherwise I was going to flood the course. <laughs> I was also in math. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I think I took, I took math. I took a senior year English, which was awful for my first semester. Sounds horrible. But a terrible um, idea. And then, like, in the sociology, I think. Those, that's all I can remember. <laughs> and also, when we're introduced to Harden, which is Harry. Well, I, I, have, I have more complaints about college life. Okay, One more. This move-in procedure... Where the fuck are the owls? You don't just get to walk into your little room. That's not how it works. There is a there, system. Every college has owls. <laughs> we're like the, the equivalent of owls. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're just being Ohio State-centric right now. We are. We are. But, yeah, like the people that volunteer to help you move in. Yeah. Which I was an owl. I was also an owl. Wow, we're so <laughs> best friends <laughs> it's just because I wanted to move in early that was also my reasoning and I was like oh I'll make friends and then I didn't talk to anyone in my owl group Amazing. by the second day <laughs> love that um, but um yeah it's like there's no coordination here you don't get to just like walk in that's not how it works and also later, when her mom just, like, walks into her dorm room, how the fuck did you get in? There's no okay. way ever. <clears throat> I wanted, I was going to talk about it there, but yeah, there's a part where, like, she gets in trouble for the mom catches the daughter with Harden, and that's a big no-no. And she does that because she just walks into the dorm and into the room. Like, you can just do that in college. <laughs> Unrealistic. Like, not only should you have not gotten that far in the building... You definitely wouldn't be able to open the door to the dorm. Yeah. Can you imagine? I would be, I don't know. I can't even imagine how mad I would be at my mom if, like, one day she just, like, would have walked into my college dorm. 
I mean, I was never doing anything that bad, I guess, but, like, still. It's, like, the thought. Yeah. Because, like, that's your first time, like, being fully independent, and then she could just walk in whenever she wants. Mm-hmm. So, the first time we meet Harden, um, he's, like, sitting in her bed for some reason, <laughs> and... And he, she just got out of the shower. Of course. Which is... And, so fan fiction. I'm sorry. That's so oh, funny. Oh, absolutely. Um, must have had a pod situation. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's reading her ver- her copy of The Great Gatsby. Again. Again. This is why I thought it was written by a high schooler. Because like, every single book in this movie that's referenced is a book you read in high school. <laughs> yeah. And like one... No one is bringing their own... Well, most likely you don't have a personal copy of The Great Gatsby. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, you're not bringing it to college. Number three, if you're a college student, you're not picking up someone's version of Great Gatsby for casual reading. (laughs) I know. Like, Like, has he he not read it before that moment? And, like, he had. Because then he makes a comment, which was wrong... And he goes, spoiler alert, it was all a dream. <laughs> That's no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, actually, it was a lie. Okay. Deep. It's like, did you watch The Hunt? Yes. It's, it's, it, they reminded me so much of that, where like at the end, they realize they have more in common because they both read Animal <laughs> It's like, did you did you read Animal Farm in high school? I thought every high school read Animal Farm. I read Animal Farm. Yeah, I was like, that's not that that's not that unique. And then, cause, and it was just like, who thought that it was a lot? It was a dream. Did anyone think it was a dream? Why I, did he say that? I did not think that was a popular <laughs> interpretation. Um. Oh, so then they go to a party. And this is where, maybe I've never surrounded myself with assholes, but I've never seen actual peer pressure like that in person. I know. That was that was another <laughs> thing. It was like, people are so not like that. No. Like, she goes to this party, and they're kind of, like, forcing her to drink. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, like, a lot of TikToks making fun of this lately, where they're just like, yeah, you stranger that I don't know, drink my alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> or... Oh, stranger that I don't know. You're a virgin? That's weird. (laughs) Nobody thinks like that. Both those things happen in this scene. (laughs) She's forced to drink alcohol, and then they're like, let's play truth or dare. Um, And then she's like, isn't that a kid's game? Which, like... Who says that, though? Maybe she... I think she... Because she uh, clearly missed out on the high school party experience. That is true. So she's never watched, like, that version of Truth or Dare. But then they were like, well, not the way we play it. It was like, okay. Oh, you played Truth or Dare so differently than everybody else. Yeah, like, you're at a college party playing Truth or Dare. We know what kind of version you're playing. (laughs) So then she says truth and is asked, are you a virgin? Way to start off so hot. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, actually, dare. And then they dare her to kiss Harden. Oh, how how horrible of a dare. Yeah, that's not like that's not like seventh grade truth or dare at all. 
Right. It's the same. Both of those would probably be. <laughs> <clears throat> but in seventh grade, you would lie and be like, no. <laughs> um, so then she gets upset because she doesn't want to kiss him, I guess. And then she leaves and calls her boyfriend that looks like her brother. <laughs> and, is, and then he yells at her for going to a party. It's like, did you not think she would go to parties in college i see you trying to make friends in college and honestly that upsets me (laughs) don't do that it's not that Um, he looks like her brother though it's like he just like acted like her brother that whole scene until they kissed he looked like her he acted like her and he's way weirdly close to her mom (laughs) yeah it's like it's worse in the second movie actually believe it or not oh god he's still a character at this point like in one scene when he's like yeah me and my mom me and your mom were were talking he's like why were you talking to your ex's mother that's so weird oh and also what's her name tessa her roommate has um red streaks in her hair so as soon as her mom saw her was like wow this is gonna be a bad influence (laughs) she's like upset that her boyfriend was yelling at her so she went upstairs in the party and walked into a random bedroom and who would ever <laughs> it's it's strange i guess like, maybe i'm not nosy but like it's weird to me i mean that always happens in these kind of movies that's where, true like, s- someone at a party walks into a bedroom and like looks through stuff and i just don't understand that kind of person like no matter how curious i would be I would never because yeah. I wouldn't want to like be caught in that room. That's more terrifying. Like, what are you doing? And and we know it's um Harden's room because of the big old honking British flag just hanging <laughs> right in the middle of the room. But still when he walks in she's like this is your room. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as if one of my roommates who's from Australia did not have an Australian flag in his room. Oh, he did? He did. Should we all be having American flags in our rooms? We might. We Maybe we should. I don't know. Like, is your bedroom supposed to signify to others upon immediate entry what country you're from? <laughs> well, it's according... I mean, I do have a Ohio State stuff up, so maybe that's close enough. <laughs> he, like, gets close to kissing her, but then they don't kiss. And then... Because it's not time They're in English yet. class the next day or something i don't know Uh, again which somehow the professor just knows everyone's name automatically and they're having and it's a a lecture right you're not having that kind of debate in the lecture hall that is like a small class kind of debate and not only are they having a debate they're having a debate over a book that hadn't been assigned in that class Oh the yeah. Teacher's like, has anyone read this? And then they were like, yeah. And then they just started fighting about it, and not pertinent to the class at all. I can. I would. I'm totally the person in the back who had not read it, being like, what's happening? I'm I, dropping out on my laptop as they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I, I have also done that. I did. I was I, sitting in it. It was on Ag Campus, and like by the time I'd already got there, my decision had been made. <laughs> I was in a class 
This is so bad. <laughs> I was it was like a medieval British literature or something like that that I had to take because I was an English major. <clears throat> and it was like a big lecture and then you had a small recitation with a TA. Yeah. And there was two TAs for the class. And the one fit better in my schedule, so that's why I took that one. And then the TA stood up and I went, No. Why? <laughs> what was I I got a I just got horrendous vibes from him and I was like, absolutely not. I need And then the other one was like a cool young woman TA and then it was like her. <laughs> so I literally he just seemed creepy to me. I don't know. I got a bad vibe and I literally was sitting there, pulled up my Carmen or fucking whatever and it wasn't Carmen whatever, it doesn't matter. And I dropped the class and then re added it with her recitation instead of his That's so funny. And I was Ingenious. Like, That's better. So then I had, like, a two-hour break in one building. I think I took it because, like, the one was, like, right after my first class, and then the other one was, like, two hours later. I was like, I'll just sit in this building for two hours to not take his class. It was worth it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I just, he looked creepy. I got bad vibes, and I was like, I don't want to be in your class. If you can't trust your own vibes, what can you trust? Yeah. My vibes are, are pretty on point normally. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they were talking about Pride and Prejudice, which I have not seen. Have I have I told you <laughs> or, that you're read for the longest time, like an embarrassingly long time? I straight up I'd never seen the word prejudice before seeing this book is a thing, and I'd never heard it pronounced for a very long time. So when I just read it in my mind, I would just say the pride and the prejuiced. <laughs> I just thought that's what how it was pronounced for reading it, because no one ever said it out loud <laughs> until much later. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my next note is, what the fuck is a chancellor? (laughs) Do not know to this day. So Harden and Tessa fight um, in class, which we also forgot to introduce Landon, who is Liam's counterpart in this. Who's the best character? Yeah, so he's like this guy. Yeah, um, he's this guy that Tessa meets that's also a freshman and he's just really nice mm-hmm. and then later on it turns out that he's Harden's half or not even like stepbrother to be um, yeah and he's just a nice dude and that's about it <laughs> sometimes that's all you need they run into each other at a coffee shop Harden and Tessa do and then he's like we should hang out <laughs> right now <laughs> and she's like oh, okay and then he takes her to his favorite place, which is bold for someone that you do not know. Honestly, you could tell this girl has not lived in the world because the fact she went to the woods with a random man. That you don't no. know. And up until this point, your only interactions have been either arguing with him or him like trying to kiss you after just meeting you. <laughs> It's not like, good. The signs are good. Do not go to the woods with this man. <laughs> but she's like, hell yes, get me there now. So then she goes with him. And then at some point he goes, I don't think we could ever just be friends. And it's like, boy, you just met. You, don't you know guys aren't even me. friends. I know. <laughs> 
Um, if, 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 if it's like, hey, if her mom called, it was like, tell me about everyone you're meeting, you'd be like sixth or seventh on the list. <laughs> yeah, and also this British boy that I fight with in class sometimes. <laughs> and then um, they like kiss, yes, in the yes. water. Because they jump in the water, of course. And he like, he's like, can I show you something? <laughs> and then they both go underwater and then he's like, the silence. It's like, do you think you invented going underwater? <laughs> he might have. And, and having it be silent? Well, the silence scares him because mm-hmm. it screams the truth. That's a pink lyric. I don't know why I said it. It just came to mind. <laughs> um, so then they kiss, and, like, he starts, you know, touching her. You know. Um, As men do. Mm-hmm. They do that. And although they... I, to praise this movie just a tad. Don't you dare. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they do... A, um... They give an admirable attempt at the female gaze. Would not say it's fully successful. I think part of it lends to the fact they didn't cast someone hot. It would have helped. Because the female gaze is a lot about, like, eyes and hands and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I feel like they did a good job leaning into that instead of more of, like, wow, look at his abs kind of thing. Because that's, that's still the male gaze, even though it's supposed to be a f- whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did an admirable attempt at that, I would say. I don't think it's fully successful, because it's still very Duty. male gazy. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, they like kiss and have some like weird... Touching, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they just leave um, and get food at this point, I think. And then he like is weird when his friends show up, which are also her roommate's friends. Yeah, so I like the roommate. She's my other favorite character, but I don't really get why she wants to be friends with the lead or why the lead wants to be friends with her. They don't really have anything in common. <laughs> I honestly think the roommate just wants to be friends with her to be nice. You think so? I think so. I think she's just, like, a nice person. And is like, well, this is my roommate. I need to be nice to her. I need to be friends and nice to her. I need to protect her. Oh, because there's a girl named Molly that they're friends with that is obsessed with Harden, I guess. Yeah, I think so. And Well, I couldn't, uh, tell, I couldn't tell the difference between her... And the roommate's girlfriend? The roommate's girlfriend was blonde. Yeah, but they were the same person to me. I always confused the roommate and Molly. That's fair as well. Because I don't think they were on screen at the same time a lot. <laughs> so I always was like, oh, is it this one? Oh, no, it's this one. <laughs> um, so she likes Harden, and they also have a friend named Zed, who doesn't do anything. Um, who just stands there and looks edgy, which I, is is a fair summary of Zane's role. Yeah, he never speaks. <laughs> so then he, um, and he's like weird when they show up, and is like, Tessa, leave. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Later on, we get an explanation for this, I guess. But um, she, so she leaves, <laughs> and then her boyfriend shows up unexpected. Crazy. Bum bum bum. And the first thing that this motherfucker does <laughs> is go to a party with her. Right after, after yelling being a at bitch her about it. For going to a party. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'd be like, go F yourself, bro. So they go to a party. And then the weird townie. This scene was confusing at first. They they did the thing where, like, you pass a card by, like, sucking it to your mouth. I, I guess that's the thing. I've never, I've I've heard of it before, but I've never done it. I've heard of it. I've never done it or seen it in person. I've never really had the desire. <laughs> so they're doing that, and then Tessa doesn't want to do it with the townie because he's disgusting and gross. And um, then... There's finally like, something that they got right about the college experience. <laughs> yeah, like, there will be a townie there, and you will not want to interact with <laughs> <laughs> And then, um... They're, like, instantly obsessed with each other. Harden and Tessa. <laughs> so then, like, he beats up the townie for doing that. And then she just goes home with her boyfriend. And then he, like, she gets a call from Landon. Because Harden is being... Punching holes in walls and such, as men do. And then started talking about her. So he was like, well, let me give her a call. So then she comes over. And again, he's at a pool. And he shatters glass. <laughs> Can we not? We just talked about this with dude. Can we not shatter glass near a pool? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Such a hazard. It is. I can't explain how hazardous that is. Because, <laughs> hey, guess what? The glass will blend in to the floor, and then you could step on. Or it could just be floating through the water and get in other places in your eye and other areas. It is so insanely dangerous. <laughs> And again, we are just freely smashing glasses right on the pool deck. <laughs> um, but so they were obsessed with each other. And then um, she cheats on her boyfriend with him. Kind of. Yeah. They're cheating to her. <laughs> cheating she to the Christians. I'm not She I'm doesn't kidding. do anything. He does. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, pulls a, he pulls an Alex Wolf, I think. We're not specifically shown that, but I think... That that's what was happening. It surely wasn't that long. No. I mean, Alex Alex Wolf is still the king. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she sleeps there and is like, oh, oops, I left my boyfriend at my twin bed in my dorm room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, he breaks up with her because Harden, like, followed her weirdly there, which he didn't have to do. Yeah. And then, um, she tell, and then she breaks up with, or he breaks up with her, and then she's talking to Harden, and she goes, he was my best friend, but you're so much more. Again, why? You don't know this man. <laughs> yeah, it's been, what, a week, two weeks? I, I think a week would be generous. <laughs> <laughs> this is, let's see, I think this is the fourth time you've seen him. <laughs> total 
Yeah. So then the mom comes in and finds Harden and her honestly not even doing anything. Yeah, just kind of sitting there with their clothes off. Yeah. Um, and then she gets pissed and then it's like, as soon as I saw that roommate, I knew this would happen. Like, her roommate did not make your daughter fuck some dude. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's more on your raising of this weird, weird girl. Yeah. And then this mom-daughter fight, as it does with, like, a lot of movies when we need, like, an act two something happening. Well, I wouldn't even say this is the act two break. This is, like... I don't know. This happens in such a weird part of the movie, I think. It does. It feels early. And it goes from zero to 60. And she full on cuts her off. Yeah, so this girl who has seemingly not angered her mother in all of her 18 years. Yeah. Pisses off her mom one single time. (laughs) And she cuts her off entirely. And then she has to move out of the dorm, which is not something you can do. Yeah, my question is how, um, so is she just not going to school at all then? I thought she was. But how? If she got cut off? Cause I don't think they can, I don't think she can kick you out mid-semester. Maybe like... At oh yeah, because you already paid the whole semester? Yeah, because you already paid. And you're, you already paid for the dorm. I don't, you can't get kicked out mid-semester. You're right. Um, unless you drop out, what her mom wouldn't have the ability to drop her out. Anyway. Yeah. So then she's like, "Where am I gonna live?" And then um, Harden is like, "I know someone who has an apartment. Come on." <laughs> and I hated this part. I hated that they had their own weird little apartment. Here's the thing: it is one of the most gorgeous apartments I've ever seen. I would oh, kill absolutely. to live there. Second of all, why? what's the point of the sex hut if there's going to be, like, just, like, heavy petting at most? Yeah, they only have sex once. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. My next note is while they actually set up the sequel, because <laughs> there are a couple parts. Like, one, the second one is, like, she has an internship at some buck... <laughs> this book publishing company. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. And she gets it through... Well, okay. So this is going to get a little bit more confusing now. Because she gets a, this internship at a book publishing company. And in there, she learns that Hardin had the same internship before. And she was like, wow, he's the reason why I got this. When in the first movie... It's her dad that's like, yeah, call that publishing company I know for her. And then he's like, wow, you can? And then she emails the company. It's like, oh, I know Chancellor Scott. It's like, how? then how did you forget that that was the connection that got you this job? That's very confusing. Oh, so I forgot. Interesting. We forgot to talk about at one. I forget which like moment where she's all upset. But at one of them, they play, like, this indie cover of Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Oh, my God, And I no. bust out laughing. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> I don't know when I wrote it down or, like, what happened that made me write it down. But I was like, wow, like, a whole entire movie based on a One Direction fan fiction and not a single One Direction song? It's a little upsetting. Like, 
It's right there. At or least wink a- at it. Obviously, you could have la- asked Liam for the rights. He did not know. <laughs> he, he would have signed that off so quickly. <laughs> or at least a Harry Styles song. I mean, those would be more fitting. But yeah, they're there. Use them. <laughs> oh, and then there's like another part where like. In the sequel, they really dive into, like, why Harden hates his dad. Um, and they Yeah, I don't really get why he's so mad. <clears throat> In the sequel, they show a flashback of the scene that he's talking about. And it... His... So, it's very confusing in the sequel if you forget that he did explain it in the first... <laughs> Um, so in the first one, he's like, oh, like, his dad kind of, like, went out and got drunk a lot and pissed off the wrong people, and then they went to his house. Don't know how they would know who, where he lived, if they just ran into him at a bar. Maybe there's a backstory there. (laughs) (laughs) And then he wasn't home, so they attacked his mother. Okay. Okay. Looked like physically and potentially sexually. Ew. It's, you don't really see very clearly what's happening, but it, like it kind of gives that vibe a little bit. <laughs> so that's why he hates his dad. Cause he, and then he like was standing there and like witnessed it as a very young child. Okay. But in the movie, they just show that and then you're just kind of like, who are these men? Because <laughs> <laughs> you forget. Unless you didn't watch the movie immediately before. Deeply valid. I forgot. Um, So those are things that they actually, like, set up for the sequel. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Look at you. I was honestly surprised. And then, like, okay, there's a couple different times where, like, they mention that she had a breakup with her boyfriend. And then she's like, yeah, it was very painful. I was like, was it? It, You seemed fine. When you were in your little um, sex hut. You didn't seem that sad. You, like, barely mentioned... The only time, like, he's mentioned again is when other people bring him up. (laughs) Like, you're fine. There's the wedding, right? There is the wedding. The entire time I was watching... They were in the apartment, though. I was like, is this person just gonna walk in? Like, come back? Another weird thing. So they're in that apartment again in the sequel... Sorry if I'm just spoiling the sequel for you. If you, anyone, I, I don't think I have plans personally, no. um, unless you make me at some point. It is worse than this movie. <laughs> um, but I had remember, I had thought at least that the person came home and they couldn't use that apartment anymore. <laughs> then rewatching the first one. I was like, oh, that did not happen. <laughs> they said it's because they like se- seemingly set up the stake and then just like never deliver with. Yeah, so maybe it I being just assumed like, oh, she came back and they had to leave. But like, no, it never happened. <laughs> Again, it's just like the fantasy of like, yeah, I'll, I'd love to move into a nice sex hut with Harry Styles. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> um. So then his dad marries Landon's mom and there's a wedding scene with the smallest dance floor I've ever seen for a wealthy person's wedding it's like over the pool and it's like a strip and if he's a chancellor 
I mean, I guess it would be a second wedding, so, like, whatever. But, like, you're just having a backyard casual wedding? In what world? If you have money, I that's almost the worst. The only thing worse than a rich person is a rich person who won't spend the money. (laughs) Yeah. Like, at least put it back into the economy. Exactly. So, I don't have anything to say about the wedding. Yeah, it's he's just, like, is upset because his dad's getting remarried. Because how dare he... Landon's cool about it. Because of course he is. He just wants people to be happy. Because Landon's a cool dude. Yeah. And it's like he's mad at his dad for remarrying. But also, he doesn't want his dad to be with his mom either. So, like, I think he just wants his dad to have a bad life. <laughs> he might. Comes down to. <laughs> he doesn't like his dad happy. <laughs> so, she's at, the, she's at the sex hut. And <laughs> she sees... And at this point, Hardin is, like, trying to tell her that he loved her. Like, that happened at one point. Yeah. Um, and then they got very sentimental in the, at the wedding. And then she sees texts from Molly on Hardin's phone that are like, Did you tell her yet? I'm gonna tell her. <laughs> Come <laughs> here at this location. Um, and then... Because, uh, why is she so bothered? I don't get it. <laughs> I think it's just because she's jealous. Do you think she likes Harden, too? I think so. Yeah. And then, um... So, Tessa freaks out, Harden leaves, and then she follows him. And then finds out that... After the truth or dare... There's a big twist. (laughs) That after the truth or dare game... When... She didn't kiss him after the dare. He weirdly was like, I'm going to make her fall in love with me and then I'll turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a videotape of him saying it. And then he's really upset and she's really upset. And then the roommate knew the whole time and was like, oh, sorry. And was like, why didn't you tell her? If anything, the roommate's the biggest villain in this moment. Yeah. Because, like, you could have told her, like, as soon as you got home that night. Like, hey, don't talk to Harden. He might be an asshole right now because like aren't you are you not trying to be her friend i'm so confused right but here's the thing if (laughs) i was at a party and my friend said i'm gonna make this person fall in love with me and then dump them like okay and it was part of like a truth or dare game and then like whatever we were all drinking and then a couple months later Someone was like, why didn't you tell me that? And I was like, because I fucking forgot that he said that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, would you even remember that? No. A stupid little dare. A stupid dare, and then, like, months later. Like, who invests that much into a dare? (laughs) Which, that does explain, if he was really doing that, like, why he was, like, weirdly, like, hey, come to the woods with me real quick. Yeah. It explains some of his behaviors, but... I would not remember that unless like it must have been a topic of conversation very frequently <laughs> for because I would not have remembered that I it's like the interesting choice about it is like it's the typical rom-com trope you know like starting it out on a dare but in every other one like we as the audience know that so there's like stakes but because we don't know that there are no stakes until all of a sudden it's just revealed out of nowhere. It's like, not to like go so like basic, but it's like 
Alfred Hitchcock's famous quote where he's like, the key to suspense is like showing that there's a, if there's a bomb under the table and you don't show a shot of the bomb under the table, all of a sudden it just explodes. It's a bad scene. But if right before you show like one second shot of a bomb under the table, all of a sudden the whole scene is really good and tense the whole time. And that's and like... they didn't do that here. Why? My one... I can just use a different one because there's a couple movies that follow this kind of trope. So I'll just talk about the one. That's why I like 10 thing or um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is so good. Mm-hmm. Because you know that both of these characters have like ulterior harmful motives. <laughs> Not harmful, but like they're both the ones trying to like had a bet that he could make her fall in love with her and the other one's trying to make, get him to break up with her in 10 days. And that's why it's so good because yeah. you know that that's happening and you're like when is this going to come to a come to head? And you know to look for the switch between doing <clears throat> it for a dare and when the guy actually starts to fall for her. Yeah, you know when that moment is. Yeah. When he's like, "Oh, I don't care about the bet." because I like this girl now. And she's like, oh, I don't actually want to break up with him because I like him. When, like, yeah, when was that? When did Harden actually fall for her? Was it at the pool, would be my guess? But that, again, that was like day two of the bed. (laughs) Right. My guess would have to be he invited her. He went up and followed her to his room purposefully. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, then they went to the woods, and that was on purpose as well. And then, I th- it had to have been once her boyfriend was there, and then he was mad. Yeah, I so, guess. So early on in the movie. But, like, again, it, four days at most. <laughs> like, the third time you saw her, and he's like, oh, I actually do like her, though. So then he's upset because he's like, I love you. And she's like, you are an asshole. And then um, she's mad at him. And then the... Okay, so this is another part where, like, this is not real. He writes an essay for class. And then she goes to Tessa, the professor, and is like, I think this was written for you more than it was written for me. That part drove me fucking crazy. That teacher would get fired. (laughs) yeah like you cannot give someone else's essay to a different student for no reason and also you have why would you know that they were involved with each other (laughs) yeah it's not high school where you've heard i've like heard like high school teachers talk about before where they like kind of do keep up with the tea of what's going on college professors don't give a fuck (laughs) no and they would not pay attention you see them for like three hours a week (laughs) You're lucky and, if half of them know your name. And, like, you're in class, and, like, they're not going to be making out in class. And then, like, also, why would he think it's about her when he doesn't mention her name a single time? Couldn't tell you. I don't remember in what context I wrote this down, but I wrote, he loves this bitch more than his own mom. Don't really know what that was about. Whose mom? Harden's mom? But that doesn't make sense. She's dead. <laughs> no, she's not. Is she not? No, she's not. I was under the full assumption she was dead. She will show up in the sequel. 
No idea, then. He's mad because... <clears throat> he, like, mentions it at the wedding or something. Because apparently she lives in squalor in England. So he's mad that his dad is so rich and that his mom is so poor. Okay. I guess. She doesn't seem that way when she shows up, though. <laughs> but whatever. So that's the movie. And then... Question for you. The ending sucks. It, like, doesn't end. Yeah. Either. It's just, oh, oh, we're done? Okay, that's Where genuinely... Where do you think because I got relationship up. is? At the end. What do you mean? Are they back together? Or are they broken up? I don't know. Because I, like, the... I missed the ending. I had to rewind it because I had, like, gotten up to go do something quick because I was like, we're not near the ending. <laughs> and then when I got back... All of a sudden, I heard the credits playing, and I like got back, and it was over. I was like, wait, what? What's happening? The act to break, where she finds out this twist, there's maybe, like, ten minutes left of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so quick. But, like, if you had to guess, are they together, or are they apart? Together. No. So, at the start of the second movie, they're, like, not together? Yeah, the, sec- the start of the second movie, they're like, yeah, we're broken up. And it's like fully thought that you were back together that makes because she reads the essay and then he's sitting on the edge of the deck of like where his favorite spot is and then she goes there yeah and and that's the end of the movie would they not just like get together right then The, the second movie starts with him sitting there with them sitting there and then she she vanishes like literally like dissolves away and then the whole time she's like well we're broken up that's weird so very confusing it they definitely leave the first movie thinking that they are back together now and that's the movie wild for a very long time so let's <laughs> transition music Do you want to oh yeah first? that's good Thank you. <clears throat> Drinking game. I don't know if... Anytime he says Tessa... <laughs> See, I feel like he says Tessa a lot. You say that, but that you saying that right now was the only time I remember what her name is now. He says it a lot. Um, or he calls her something, her full name, but I don't remember what that would be. Every once in a while he does. Tessa, I don't know. And you can do any time she says Harden, because I think that's also quite a lot. They did do good casting of casting Eyebrow Guy to be this dude's dad, because this dude also has some eyebrows going on. Yeah. I don't I don't want to always be like, I feel like I do this all the time during the drinking game, but it's like, just don't watch it. <laughs> you don't want to drink during this, because you're like not going to... It's not fun enough or corny enough to be a good drinking movie with friends. It's not. And also, like, I can't really think of things that they do all the time. Because even then, I'm like, I guess when they kiss, but even then, I feel like that's not even that frequent. Yeah. They do have so much more sex in the second one. That that would honest. help, for sure. So you could... You could do that 
Here, here, make the drinking game for the second one. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because if you're watching this, and then you're going to go watch the second one, even though I spoiled half the movie for you. Um, anytime Tessa says that they're broken up, Take a sip anytime Dylan Sprouse is on scene, uh, like, in the scene, because that's not a lot. Dylan Sprouse is in it? <laughs> Dylan Sprouse is in it. Dylan Sprouse is, because every Netflix movie sequel um, from a romance has a third character that comes in, and it's like, maybe they'll get with this one, and then but, they never do, so that he's that character. Wow, this movie sucks so bad they even disappoint in bringing, like, the really cool hot interest like, they really could have gone way up. Like, at least, like, I get why people don't like Noah Centineo, but, like, as a figure, like, he is attractive. Right. Yeah. So, like, bringing in Jordan Fisher, is that the one he's in, right? Yeah. That was a perfect stakes raise. Yeah. Because, like, okay, well, now you have uh, another hot dude to choose from. Yeah, but, but just... it's like... Bringing in Dylan Sprouse, it's like, you have Landon right there. He's the better option. He's so clearly the better option. Um, So anytime he's in the scene, because it's not going to happen very often, so, like, that can just be, like, a quick little, quick little chug. Um, Anytime they have sex, or kiss, you could do. Um, And that might be good. Anytime she's, like, wildly unprofessional... (laughs) <laughs> and she has sex in her office at her internship so at an internship hold on she gets an office at an internship it might be a shared office I can't remember okay that's a little better at least but yeah ridiculous she she doesn't deserve she does that, that. no <clears throat> um and anytime her and Harden act like a couple even though she also is like we're broken up (laughs) that might be good that's enough I think I don't know I can't remember too much it's been a a month or two since I watched it that's fine um that's it for that um ba da ba 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 (laughs) (laughs) um how would you fix it, would you? <laughs> um, There's a lot of fixing, I think. I'd I tell you exactly what i do. I'd make it Harry Styles x Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction. Yeah. Make it weird. Make him a little older, maybe, so that's not weird. Make her less annoying? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, replace the lead. <laughs> replace Sorry, both hero. of them. She's, like, fine, but, like, not good enough to keep around. Yeah. Um. Make it... Make him in a boy band. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just... Go for it, yeah. If you're writing a Harry Styles fan fiction, just fucking make it Harry Styles. <laughs> I fully agree. Here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're saying your fixed movie is, in fact, just, like, a Harry Styles porn leak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles sex tape leak. That's You're how we fix the movie. You're telling me you don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would never violate his consent that way. 
Yeah, never. <laughs> Do you know that during the filming of Watermelon Sugar, before he touched any of the extras, he asked for explicit consent beforehand? Ugh, what a guy. That's sexy. Even if he was just, like, kissing her cheek, he was like, may I? Aww. <laughs> And there's a lot of touching in that video, so he really had to pause <laughs> so often. <laughs> um, do we need another transition? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Awards? Yeah. Um, our Dr. Ant Mom. Which is... The award for choices. Just someone who just makes choices no one else would. Um, I'm going to say no. I don't think anyone is deserving. Yeah, no, no. Very run-of-the-mill acting going on here. Yeah, no bold moves, bold, no. Mm -mm. I was going to say maybe, and I mean Maybe. But you didn't even remember him, so he can't win. Who? The townie. Yeah, sorry. It, there's nothing there. <laughs> so, no. You know what? No, he can't win or even be nominated because he's very creepy mm-hmm. and gross. However, that would be any townie character. He doesn't bring anything to t- to the table that, you know, makes him more of a... He doesn't make any choices that set him apart yeah. from anyone who would have had that character. So, yep, no, no Dr. Amon. What about a Joey King Award for, uh... Dis Excellence? Oh, uh, yeah, that one's going straight to Hero Beauregard Faulkner <laughs> Fiennes Tiffin. I do feel like he is, like, slightly better in the sequel. Okay, good for him. I Does his accent say... sound less fake? No. <laughs> He's just much more of a sad boy in the okay. sequel. And that's so that's like, really the appeal of the character. Yeah. Because in this movie, he's trying too hard to be, like, the bad boy. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that fits for him. And then the whole second movie, he's like, I'm so sad because my mom <laughs> and my girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> my mom like, so, broke up with me. <laughs> my mom and also yeah so he's just like sad the whole movie and I feel like that's much more his wheelhouse okay yeah that works who is our one star is it the mom I guess I, I'd say um yeah who... we went from too many stars to like none no it's definitely Selma Blair like yeah. I know who Selma Blair is Legally Blonde as well Icon yeah um I don't think we have an Alex Moffat award for um, under or under use. I think it could go to Selma Blair. Yeah, for, or Landon. For, uh, uh, what is it? Un missed potential. I'm f- can't figure out the better way of saying that. For misuse, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think that can go to her because I feel like she could have done a lot more with that character. That character is very one note. It's very, to compare to its sister film, <laughs> The Kissing Booth, it's very wasting Molly Ringwald as the mother. Yeah. It's the same idea. 
Is that it for that? Yeah, I think so. Um. <clears throat> Rex, is that it? We normally rate first. Okay, we can rate first. Oh, say something nice about the movie. Um. I'm gonna keep this entire pause. <laughs> um, this might be our hardest one yet because we normally have something. It's better made than the kissing booth. Mm-hmm. That being said, I would agree. I would watch the kissing booth again before I watch this again because at least the kissing booth is fun to make fun of. The kissing booth is definitely more fun to sit through. I would say. Yeah. Despite it being so fucking long. <laughs> Although I think they're the same length, the, both these movies. Yeah, this is oh, way too long. 106 minutes, absolutely not. This is an 80 minute movie. I want to give my compliment to the set designer of the apartment. <laughs> 100%. Oh my god, wait. This girl, she was in Wish Upon. Who? The main girl. Who was she? I, Darcy? I think one of the mean girls, maybe. Oh, maybe. That's so funny. Sorry, I just found that out. And I think there's talent in this cast. That'll be my other thing. I'll give it to. I think... Yeah. As a whole... Other than the leads. The roommate would love to see her in more. I was very endeared to her... Liked Landon a lot. Would love to see him in more things. You know, there's there's stuff to work with. Yeah. <clears throat> um, how do you rate the movie? I gave it one star. I was bored. And to me, boring is the worst thing a film could do. I, uh, that's the last thing I'm looking to be. Especially for this, I want hot, sweaty sex. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, you want... If you're watching this movie, that's why you're watching it. Mm-hmm. As gross as it is to say that. And there's really not a, a lot of that at all. Um, I was going to say like one and a half, I guess. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Not good enough for two. And I don't want to keep stealing your ratings. <laughs> It's it's fine. It's I like that we agree. Um, we're just gonna go with one and a half because like, eh. it's not good. Okay. One last transition. E. <laughs> that that was the transition for when you're watching Hannah Montana on a Wednesday. And, like, they do the tornado test or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that, one was, that was what that one was. Okay. The good, the bad, the movie. So this is where we recommend a good movie and a bad movie loosely connected to uh, the um, movie we're talking about. <laughs> Just same vibes, same similar plot, whatever. Um, I actually do have mine. I have mine ready as well. Look at us. Oh my god, we did it. We're not going to spend <laughs> 20 minutes waiting on each other. 
do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Here, you go first. We'll, we'll do, like, bad, bad, good, good. Okay. Well, mine was going to be the sequel to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> mine was going to be After 2, which is called After We Collided. Um, doesn't make any fucking sense, that title. Uh, We're just... We went from one word to three. I'm feeling jarred. I have whiplash. <laughs> um... It's so much worse than this movie, but there is more sex, which makes it more interesting to watch. That's fair, yeah. Um, so, like, honestly, if I were to tell you to watch one of these movies, I would just say, just watch the second one. And maybe the third. Who knows what's going to happen in that one? Who the fuck knows? And, um... <laughs> Never mind. There is... There's a funny part in the movie-ish, um, and then it was made into a TikTok, which was funny, but that's going to take way too much explaining to, like, get back, so <laughs> we're going to ignore that. Um, but more entertaining and more bad, because, again, the sequels are going to be more directly correlating with the source material, <laughs> for better or for worse, that's what they're doing. Um, so, yeah. And then Dylan Sprouse is in it for some reason. <laughs> Okay, so my bad, my theme, I'm going with a theme of, like, other movies set in colleges. Okay. And so my bad, people like this one. I am not among them, clearly. But it, part of it might be I had one of the single worst theater experiences in my life watching this movie. So that could have played a factor, but we're gonna, I'm gonna ignore that and say it's a bad movie anyway. It's called Everybody Wants Some. It's like Richard Linkletter's attempt to recreate what he did with Dazed and Confused, but for college instead of high school. And oh. I don't, I just, it was just so dull. It wasn't, I didn't get the same like, oh, this is just like a night. It didn't have the energy. It's very unintentionally homoerotic, which is a positive, but I don't, okay. the unintentional part, I think, makes it bad for the intent and the reason the, I just, I went, I got like a pass. I saw it in college where like someone was giving out like passes to see it. It was like before the movie premiered and they were just like touring it around college campuses and letting college students see it. And they came to Gateway. So I saw it and this woman I was sitting next to, oh my God, she was the worst theater experience I've had in my life solely because of one person. She was so loud. She kept like, I vaguely knew her. And she would, like, tap on my arm and, like, ask me questions. She left at one point, came back in, asked me, was like, what what happened? And I'm like, oh, oh God, I don't know so you annoying. like this. It was horrible. It was so bad. So I think it did sour me towards the movie, but I just thought it was kind of blah. And just, like, more of, like, an attempt to make money off. It was like a spiritual remake of Dazed and Confused without it being a remake, you know? Yeah, it sucks. My good. I was going to say two, so I'm glad I brought up the one earlier, but I was going to say How Lose a Guy in 10 Days is one of them, but I brought mm -hmm. that one up earlier, so. Um, and the more I think, the one that I think specifically better relates to this movie is 10 Things I Hate About You, because it's a one-sided bet instead of a two-sided bet, <laughs> which better reflects the movie, um, where the one guy has a bet that he can make her fall in love with him or whatever. 
or yeah. just get her to prom, I guess. <laughs> um, and a fun fact is that I took a bi- biology and cinema class in college. Oh, I wanted to take that so bad, but I could never fit oh, it in. It was so great. Um, and this was one of the ones that we watched <laughs> because it is very accurate to reproductive sex and animals. <laughs> That's so funny. There's, like, a lot of things that are, like, very, like, what our assignment for that was write 20 instances of, like, something that happens in the movie that, like, directly correlates to something we learned about, like, a different animal or whatever, or, like, reproductive sex. And there are 20? There are more than 20, because it was, like, you can get 20, and then, um, there were a lot of people that, like, had other ones that, like, other people didn't catch. Like, there's one, like... Literally, he gives her a gift, and that's something that certain animals do to, like, mate, is they give each other gifts. Um, the one character, like, has really expensive cars, um, and that's something that can um, attract a mate because you can provide for their children. <laughs> that's um, awesome. Yeah, it's, like, so... And then, like, the protective father is one of them, kind of. Um <sighs> It's there's so many, or like just being attractive to like big muscly guys because like those genes will fall down into your children and like so that's why you're attracted to that, and all this insane things like that and like why. Nerdy guys, you're also attracted to nerdy guys because your kids will get their smarts and that's why you're attracted to them. A lot of that stuff in that movie. Cool. It, we, we got I got too far into that, but. No, that's cool. But yeah, it was it was very interesting to watch it in that lens, but relates to this movie, but it is a much better version. Yeah, it's great. So my good one, college set, is The House Bunny. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, and I had thought about putting it too, so go ahead. Oh, it's, I think Anna Faris is truly one of the funniest people there is, and I want her to leave Chuck Lorre's grubby little hands and get back into being in movies she does not need to be wasting her time on mom on cbs did she leave i kind of think she left i i thought she was still on mom i thought one of them left no i think her and and allison like allison what are you doing anyways um but it's so good oh anna did leave okay good that's what i thought emma stone's in that movie which is great Oh, like her her breakout. Just everyone in it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. It all works. I I really find very few flaws. And because of that movie, we have maybe the best joke written in cinema. Which one? From Keanu. <laughs> I don't remember. There's a scene. This is kind of a this is a full on spoiler for the joke, but not necessarily for the movie. But in the movie Keanu. Um, from Key and Peele. There's a scene where they're, like, selling drugs or, I think, I don't know, and they go to, um, this person's house who it's, it's Anna, it's played by Anna Ferris, and she's, like, this, like, gross person is, like, doing all these drugs is, like, gonna murder people and, like, all mm-hmm. this shit. <clears throat> and there's, like, a really long scene where, like, she's just, like, the worst person humanly imaginable. And then... Everything kind of calms down, and I think it's Jordan Peele's character. He's standing next to Anna Faris's character, and he just goes, 
I loved you in the house, buddy, by the way. <laughs> so, like, there's this whole, like, violent drug scene, and then it just turns out that, that she's playing herself. <laughs> yeah, you think she's, like, playing a character, but it's actually yeah, not. I remember that. It's just Anna Faris. <laughs> and it's so funny. Um, well, but the, the movie itself is also very good. Yeah. Uh, my, I'm, I've seen Keanu, but I saw it with my dad and my brother on father's day we saw it together my brother is convinced he, he this never happened even though both me and my dad remember this clearly and i rented the movie one time i'm like fine we're gonna watch it right now you're gonna see it and you're gonna fucking remember this movie and he wouldn't watch it he like he was like no i've never seen it i don't want to see it i'm like you are so wrong we saw it together i have only seen it the one time i just remember that joke very clearly i loved it I did have a Keanu poster in my room in college, though. I've, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, so is that it? We talked for way longer than I thought we would about this movie. Arguably longer than the movie. Yeah, yes, much be. longer than the movie. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Um, we're on Twitter at One Star Movies. Um, at Leather Velma for moi. At Mala Turnup for ha. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's it. See you next time. Happy okay, Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, yes, this is our Valentine's episode. Okay, <laughs> <Oops>. bye. <laughs>